It is Tuesday. It's the Couch Analyst here on August 16th. And we are back at full strength. I am back from the hospital after my second daughter was born on Thursday. <laughs> so Braden and Riley did a good job holding down the fort while I was gone. So uh, let's get into some news from over the weekend. Now every team has played at least one preseason game. Some teams have played two. So let's discuss our overreactions or basically just kind of talk about things that stood out to us from the weekend. All right. So I think this is the one topic that we're all going to want to talk about. Kellen Mond. We all saw what he did. All of his highlights he played pretty good game. I mean, I, I can't say enough. He did everything he needed to do. I mean, obviously they didn't win the game, but it's preseason. He showed what he's capable of doing. So I think he's got the backup. He's got the backup quarterback spot locked in for now. Uh, Sean Mannion, what do you guys think about him? What do you think they should Terrible. do with him? He shouldn't be I, on I, a roster. Okay, I just I just want to see if you guys are on the same page as me. You, you guys saw him last year, right? He He filled in for Kirk in the Green Bay game. Isn't the only reason he's on the roster is to help Kirk out, Kirk out with whatever Kirk Cousins does? What does he he's need basically, to help with? He's basically an overpaid assistant coach. It, yeah. It doesn't make sense to have him. He can hardly he can hardly make a completion over ten yards. It doesn't make any sense. I don't know why they have him, but hey, kudos to Kellen Mond. I think he did good. Oh, another guy in the roster that played pretty good this weekend. I know the I know this position group is pretty stacked on the roster, but uh, is it Ty Chandler, the running back, number thirty-two? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he played a pretty good game. He showed some promise. A uh, very very tough runner. I was impressed with this performance. All right. Anything else that stood out to you, Braden? Immediately. Uh from the Vikings game or anything else? Surely any game. Um. Well, all right. Sam Howell is going to be the future of the Reds or <laughs> the <laughs> Commanders. Be careful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sam Howell is going to be the future of the Commanders. I'm high on him. He played a phenomenal first NFL game. That was insane. He was so comfortable in the pocket. He stepped up and he threw the ball like he's done a million times before. That was awesome. He's got the body structure to be an NFL starting quarterback. He can even he's even got some wheels to run, dude. Right down the seam. He, he juked out the linebacker, which Connor you said before. He probably won't that linebacker probably won't be on the roster. <laughs> he probably won't be on the 53 man roster, but hey, that dude's got some wheels. He can throw the ball. He can run. He's got everything. So I'm high on the Sam Howell train. I think he'll be the starter within the next couple of years. Or not the next couple of years, but probably within, if not the midseason this year, next year. And then I, w- I want to talk about the Colts here. I know they didn't win, but they played a decent game. And I want to talk about Sam Ellinger because I feel like a lot of people don't recognize how talented he is as a player. He's a very good athlete. He had he had two he had two touchdowns 
that were very identical. He kind of like, well, he snapped the ball. He rolled out to the right, threw his tackle on his guard, and he threw across his body into the into the corner of the end zone and made a touchdown play. It's just, it's those types of plays that like show how good, like good awareness someone has, or like field vision, and it just shows how comfortable he was. I mean, you've seen Sam Howell in college in in the what was it? Where did he go? Texas, right? And he was he was a very powerful runner. They used him a lot in the offense. He was basically their their running back and their quarterback at the same time. He was very powerful. So if you're gonna have that guy as your athlete quarterback, it's you could probably use him in a bunch of different ways. You could use him at as like a gadget guy or something like that. But I don't know. I'm I'm really hoping to see something good from him. And then I want to talk about the Steelers. All their QBs play pretty good. Um, George, what was it? Trubisky played good. Um, Mason Rudolph played all right. I think he threw a pick, if I'm not mistaken. I don't know if you guys know that or what the st- statistics on that game were. And then I think Kenny Pickett um, threw the game-winning touchdown. Uh, they all played pretty good. I want right. to bring up Zach Wilson. I almost had a heart attack when I, news broke. I sent Connor a post that said every, was it, second-round pick for the last four years has torn their ACL. And I didn't even realize that they were saying Zach Wilson might have torn his ACL in that post. Connor's like, I'm shaking right now. I almost, Zach Wilson might have torn his ACL. I was like, you <laughs> What? <laughs> Good news though, he's doing pretty good. He might play week one, so yeah. Hey, worst case scenario, you got Joe Flacco. Yeah. And he still believes he's the starter in the NFL, so he's at least Super Bowl MVP <laughs> Joe Flacco. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Can't take away that title. All right. All right. So a couple things that I want to bring up. Jared Sidham looked okay. Yep. I think he did a pretty good job. Uh, putting his solidifying himself as the Raiders backup. The Raiders, the entire first half, their pass rush was just insane. It was like sometimes they blitz, sometimes they wouldn't, but Vikings offensive line just couldn't start, couldn't stop them. And that was the Vikings starting offensive line. So really good job by the Raiders doing that. Mm-hmm. Uh, a couple other things get to that Carolina and Washington game. Hang on to the ball. Both Indeed. sides, the quarterbacks just couldn't hang on to the ball. Mm-mm. So I think we saw a drop snap from Baker Mayfield and Carson Wentz at some point in yep. the game. Yep. And beginning of the game, Sam, Sam Darnold outshowed Baker Mayfield, in my opinion. Uh, Matt Corral just had to run for his life. Yeah. And Carson Wentz, I don't know. He didn't really impressed me that much i know it's preseason but this is overreactions to what we just saw right and how about malik willis making some plays okay um malik i didn't didn't want to talk about this game he's not allowed to say anything good (laughs) 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 uh yeah malik played good um i'm actually kind of mad that 
the Colts didn't draft him because, you know, we weren't sure what was going to happen. Well, we traded Wentz, right, for Matt Ryan. But, you know, Matty Ice, he's getting up there in age, so I'm just surprised that we didn't take him in the third round. Or we didn't at least, like, take him in any of the rounds because he's so athletic. Yeah, I know Jim Mercer is very greedy. He likes he likes his big tough quarterbacks, but it's just the social media. I feel like got got to him all the quarterbacks in this draft that made them like made all their stock go down. If you guys know what I mean, I want to quickly bring our attention to the Green Bay San Francisco game. Let's start on San Francisco's side. The Good here. Ray Ray McLeod, former Pittsburgh Steeler, had four catches mm-hmm. for 63 yards and a touchdown. On the negative side of thing, if things, if you look over at the Packers, Jordan Love, 13 for 24, 176 yards, two touchdowns, three INTs for the former former first round pick, Jordan Love. Three interceptions. Yeah. This his his stats are all right though. Yeah, take away the those interceptions. Picks. Yeah. Yeah, take the away those picks right. and he looks pretty good. But that's all you need to lose a football game is three three turnovers. That's all it takes. Right. Uh what how many touchdowns did he throw? He he, he I know he had a really Looks good like he deep just ball. Threw two. Okay. I know he had a really good deep ball. That was a pretty good throw. Um Yeah, we'll see what happens with Jordan Love within the next couple months whether he gets a little bit of playing time or not. Or you guys think A-Rod will do all right? Yeah. You think he'll have a mere season? Probably. I Yeah, I don't see him falling off to the point where Jordan Love would ever play. The only thing would be if Rodgers gets hurt. I, I'm just glad to but. see that Jordan Love actually did something. Because when he played that Kansas City Chiefs, no, Kansas City is a pretty good team, you know. But and he just he basically just got thrown in the fire. And I honestly, after watching that game last year, I I didn't. He's not that bad of a quarterback. It was his it was his rookie year, right? Uh, this yeah, will it, be it, his third year, yeah. Okay, okay. So it was a sophomore, but he never really. That was his first game he ever started. But, I mean, just getting thrown in the fire like that with A-Rod having COVID and all, um, I think he did all right. Yeah, not ideal to be just thrown in in that situation. Right. But not much he could do. Right. But on the positive side, let's flip, let's flip, let's flip the side of the ball. Let's talk about San Francisco and Trey Lance. Wow. That dude can sling it. That dude, Trey Lance, he almost, who did he remind you of? I didn't get to watch the game at all. I saw you threw five passes. Yeah, but even just those five passes, he he looked like, in my opinion, he kind of looked like a Steve McNair type of guy. So they just, I'm assuming they just threw him out there for the first drive of the game and then sat him on the bench the rest of the time. Right. Okay, because it looks like Nate Sudfeld got in quite a bit. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but he, Trey, Trey Lance looked very comfortable. 
His poise was perfect. Good news, considering, you know, we had heard different things from different people this offseason. Most of them were negative on Trey Lance. But, yeah, I mean, if he's starting to show starting to show out in the preseason games, I mean, I guess that's a start. Mm-hmm. Alrighty. Well, what do we got next? So we're not going to take too much time on this, but I think we all kind of saw last week Braden was drinking a lot of Colts Kool-Aid. Oh, gosh, what? Yeah. Hey, so, I only drink that on Sundays. So lots of Colts Kool-Aid. Uh, lots of hate night. on the Titans. So let's kind of break this down. Okay. You just want to start so, some beef. All right, all right. No, no, let's okay. So, Braden. Okay, so I can understand where you're high on the Colts. I think they're going to win the division. Yep. So... Like every every year, like every year they should. They should win the division every single year. So I want to hear some more, not just on why you think the Titans are bad. I want to hear why you think they're worse than the Texans. You know, I can't really, I can't, I can't do that. I, cause I, I think the Texans still have a couple more years to go where the Titans, they actually have power pieces that they can punch through and get wins with Derrick Henry, just plow a hole through a team and you can win a game. He's a big dude. He got 2000 rushing yards two seasons ago. Uh, he, he can do it all. Um, I mean, uh, Ryan Tannehill. Yeah, I don't know. I think Malik might be starting a couple games this season. Um, here's here's one thing though. Here's one thing that the Texans do have. So they have Brandon Cooks. Um, and, and who else? Who else, Who would they draft as the wide receiver? Um, they had drafted John Mechie. Okay. Yeah, they have wide receivers. John Mechie won't be playing this year. Oh, did he get hurt? He well, was diagnosed with cancer. Oh. Oh! Yeah. Okay, we gotta cut this out. <laughs> okay. Okay. Connor, I think we should just start over. No, we're good. Alright, so... Um... Ooh. So let's That's talk just... about let's compare like let's compare Jacksonville and Tennessee. Jacksonville so, and Tennessee. Yeah. So let's quickly just quickly run right, through their see. position groups. Okay. And say which ones you think are better. So the three of us will give our rankings and we'll kind of determine at the end. Who has a better team overall? Okay. So let's start by comparing quarterbacks. 
We got Trevor Lawrence for Jacksonville and Ryan Tannehill for Tennessee. So both of you, who's the better quarterback? Who has who Tre- has the Trevor better Lawrence. quarterback? Trevor Lawrence, Jaguars. For the future, Trevor. It wasn't okay. right now though. Well, did you see Trevor Lawrence stats last year? <laughs> well, that was okay. Yeah. So right now year, I'm gonna that's his rookie year. Right now I'm gonna say Brian Tannehill is the better quarterback over Trevor Lawrence right now, based on what we've seen. I say next season that could change. Next season or so, this season? Well, once the season's over. So what do you? So, yeah. so, so you think going into this season? Overall, Trevor Lawrence will be better than Ryan Tannehill. Let me put it this way. I'd rather have Trevor Lawrence as my quarterback than Ryan Tannehill. I would, too. But if it's a one-season thing, I'd rather have Tannehill. Okay, so are we going to give the quarterback here to Tennessee? No. No. (laughs) Dude, Lawrence Lawrence has been the number one quarterback in the nation for since he's been playing football in his class. But gun that doesn't okay, matter. So it, was his, it was his rookie year, and he's playing for Jacksonville under Urban Meyer. Urban okay. Meyer. Let me ask you this though: gun to the head, one season, you have to win the Super Bowl. <laughs> Trevor right. Lawrence, I'm not even joking. Nah. Okay. 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 Riley and I beat you on this one. Whatever. Two to one. We're giving Whatever. it. Whatever. Okay, running back. Obvious. Jow. Okay. Okay. So here's the thing. You have Derrick Henry. That's it. Who's who does Jacksonville have though? They have ETN. James Robinson and ETN. They have the power game with James Robinson, and then they have the short pass game with ETN. They gave him to run outside with ETN. They run outside with Robinson. It's a one-two punch. Riley, what do you think? Okay. Obviously, Titans, yeah, Derrick Henry would take over both of them. But if you're putting them both together against Derrick Henry, I'm taking the two running backs. Okay. But I will take Derrick Henry on this one. Okay. So we got Titans, Titans two, Jaguars nothing. So we're going to go over to wide receivers. Jaguars. What do we think about wide receivers? Yeah, Jaguars. Yeah. The Jaguars kind of have a whole lot of nothing, but they have, I guess, something. So if if you look at Tennessee's roster with their wide receivers and everything, they got Traylon Burks and then Robert Woods. If you take a look at Jacksonville, they got Christian Kirk, uh, Marvin Jones. Hey, Christian Kirk. They got. They got. Christian, they got some guys. Christian Kirk's having a good year. I would definitely take Jacksonville over Tennessee in terms of wide receivers. I'm calling it right. Christian Kirk will have a tremendous year this year. All right. So we got two to one Tennessee. Uh, I guess we can kind of include tight ends within the passing game, but we're going to just say that Jacksonville has that still because they got some decent tight ends compared to what Tennessee has. So, Offensive line. Oh, yeah, that's a Titans. Titans? Yeah. yeah. So the only argument that I could make for Jacksonville is just that they have Brandon Scherf. But if you look at the rest of 
the offensive Andrew line. Robinson. I mean, you got Cam Robinson. Yeah, he's not like he's not great. He's okay. He's probably average. Mm-hmm. But it's not like their offensive line is fantastic or anything. Yeah. Okay, so for the offense, Tennessee takes it clean sweep. Let's go defensive line. So the Jaguars have Josh Allen, and he's still pretty young. But the Titans have that one stud defensive tackle who's pretty decent. Should we? Right? He, do... doesn't, he doesn't make too many plays. Should we do like defensive line, including pass rushers, or should we have pass rushers be something different? Well, either way, Jacksonville's still going to take it because. Who's who's the who's the uh, Titans number one linebacker? Landry well, they got Valley. yeah, they got Harold Landry and Bud Dupree who are edge rushers. That's it. Which they're yeah, they're both not good. Well, so honestly, I don't think it matters then. So edge rushers, then I would give Jacksonville. I'm inclined to also give interior defensive line to Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. They drafted Trayvon Walker. He's looked pretty good so yep. far. Mm-hmm. Jeffrey Simmons in Tennessee. I don't know. Yeah, so we're just gonna we're gonna give both of those to Jacksonville. Yeah. So I think we're tied three to three. Yep. So let's cover the linebackers. Uh, Jacksonville just drafted Devin Lloyd in the first round, traded up from the second round to get him in the first. Tennessee doesn't really have any big names. Nope. They're inside linebackers. Or I should say off-ball linebackers. Now, okay, this whole thing, I'm not saying that Jacksonville is going to beat Tennessee. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying that they got the better positions. They got the better players. Oh, right. Right. And that's what we're kind of going over here, which ultimately it's going to matter like how each position matches up against each other. But yeah, we're kind of trying to get a 300 or 3000 foot view, 30,000 foot view of both teams like depth and everything. Mm -hmm. So taking a look here at the two defenses. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to, I would definitely take Jacksonville here. So they got Devin Lloyd and Foyasade Aluakun. Yep. Both. So Devin Lloyd, first round pick. Aluakun was the leading tackler last year. Then you look over at Tennessee, they got Zach Cunningham and David Long Jr. None of those guys really stick out in a positive way, I should say. Mm-hmm. All right, so we're going to go ahead and give this one to Jacksonville, too. Yep. Let's go to the secondary really quick. We'll give them, um, we'll go with the corners. So Caleb Farley and Christian Fulton for Tennessee. And then for Jacksonville, Shaquille Griffin and Darius Williams. That's that's pretty close. I would split that. 
it's hard for me to tell because Darius Williams and Shaquille Griffin got all this money thrown at them. Christian Fulton was good last year. He was not as good as rookie year. Caleb Farley, I think he ended up being hurt. Shaquille Griffin's the only name that pops out to me. So, who do you think? Should we give this to the Rams or the Titans? You mean the Jaguars? Um, I think we just draw Sorry, it. yeah. Give them both a point. I was thinking Rams Give because Darius Williams used to play for the Rams. Give them both a point. Okay. So then, is this the tiebreaker? Safeties? I, I, I believe so. So for Tennessee, Amani Hooker and Kevin Byard. Yeah. And for Jacksonville, Rayshon Jenkins and Andre Cisco. I'll give it to the Titans on this one. Yeah, me too. But this shows how close both teams are. And so if we're going to take a look at Trevor well, maybe, Lawrence. Yeah, maybe you could take say, Trevor Lawrence or Brian Tannehill. Well, let's let's see here. So if, if Trevor Lawrence shoots up the map this year and ends up having just – an amazing season like everybody thinks he's going to or plays like the number one overall pick. I think the Jaguars finished second place over the Titans. I think the Texans do. It's just <laughs> something it's just something about that team. I don't know what it is. I just I feel like they're more of a threat than I don't know. I don't know what it is. The only I mean, threat I, think... I feel in, in the Titans' entire team is their offensive line and their running back. That's the only thing. Yeah, I... Houston's going to have more upside because they just drafted a ton of players. Yeah, it's a young team, too. I don't know. Coach. I mean, I think Houston's going to win two games this year. But then again, last year I said that Cincinnati would win five. So, well, I think we've established here that Jacksonville and Tennessee are closer than we thought. Or yeah, that. you're right. So do we that, even got do we even got to do a comparison with the Colts? Huh? Do we even have to do a comparison with the Colts? No, I think that's pretty <laughs> clear cut. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, Colts are going to win the division this year. I don't think it's going to be that close. I think it's very possible that the second team in that division ends up having a losing record. You think so? I think I think there's a chance. I think there's a chance that the team that finishes in second goes like eight and nine or something. Mm-hmm. Right below five hundred. All right. So I think that's pretty much it. Okay. Well, did you come up with the clown of the week, Connor? Uh, yeah, I'm just going to go ahead and kind of come up with this one here on the fly. We're going to go with the Carolina Panthers. The reason being, what are you doing with your quarterbacks? 
They yeah. so Sam Darnold experiment obviously didn't work out. So then you try to fix it by bringing in Baker Mayfield and Matt Corral. They're just basically trying to do damage control for the mess that they already created. And they're trying one last shot to save all their jobs. So as we kind of saw the first game, Baker Mayfield didn't light the world on fire. Neither did the other two. So I'm inclined to give the clown of the week this week to the Carolina Panthers. I feel a very similar connection with the Pittsburgh Steelers, except the Steelers aren't giving their quarterbacks a huge, you know, you're not giving them a huge contract, a, shit, a crap ton of money. Like they well, did with they, Donald. Yeah, the, the other thing too is Pittsburgh is showing more confidence in the younger quarterback by like drafting Kenny Pick in the first round versus took Carolina the third round to pick up Matt Corral. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that's where I stand on them. I'm with you on that. So I'm assuming we're going to get back into it on Thursday. Not quite sure what we're going to talk about yet, but that's why we got a couple days in between to talk about it. So until next time, like, subscribe, and comment. It's the Couch Analyst Podcast. See you later.